The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, bunch of different teams. It was fun. Cool temp job in my 20s. Now I got a bunch of different media gigs and a bunch of podcasts. Make sure you check out Joe Dolan on today's Fantasy Feast podcast before you set your lineups this week. We actually do two of those shows, Wednesday and Thursday. We split it in two to make it a little more digestible for you. By the way, I am up 10 units already. I found out I'm actually up 10 units, not 9 units, thanks to a listener. I put two units on that two-team teaser last week with the Vikings and the Rams. So 10 units through three weeks on the Even Money podcast. Surprise, DraftKings even sponsors these shows. I'm helping you guys beat them and take their money. So check out the Even Money podcast. Of course, we had the power rankings yesterday here on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and we'll have Greg Cosell tomorrow. Wisdom Wednesday means Andrew Brandt. We'll get to Andrew momentarily. He, of course... Does a great job writing for Sports Illustrated. He basically runs Villanova University. He and Jay Wright. I mean, it's the two of them. If you got, to, if you want to know the truth, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He'll probably clarify that right away. Uh, and he is though the host of the Business of Sports podcast, which I'm not aware of another podcast like it. Certainly, it's the best one of its kind. That's for sure. We are one of the only of our kind that I know of. Former player. 30 minutes every day, letting you know what's going on in the NFL. Great guests, some different insight. And we give out stuff every week. We give out signed pictures, signed cards, signed press passes. I'm going to get in that Broncos Jets press pass tomorrow. Now that is a collector's item you have to have. You're a Broncos fan? The first game of the Brett Rippon era? Oh my gosh, you got to have it. Got to have it. Spread the word via social media at Ross Tucker NFL across the board or at Ross Tucker Pod. Really, if you're on a social media platform, you follow me, right? Like if you're on, maybe you're only on one or two, you follow me, right? Like hopefully you do. As for the show, it's at Ross Tucker Pod. And I can't highly recommend enough going to youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL 
A, to subscribe so I can give you a cameo shout out, and B, so that you can see the highlight clips of each and every show because they're awesome. Got two more Madden codes to give away. I'll be giving away one more on Friday. So get your DraftKings sponsor confirmations in or your Omaha Blue Goat. Actually, it's omahasteaks.com code Tucker. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. He's Andrew Brandt. He's everywhere. He is the perfect guy to talk to about all things related to the business of the National Football League and other sports, if we're being honest. At Andrew Brandt on Twitter. Make sure you're subscribed and listening to the Business of Sports podcast because, as Andrew says, it always comes back to that. And it is always uncanny, Andrew, how (laughs) news comes out right before you come on on a Wednesday. I mean, there's nobody else I'd rather talk to about what's going on with the COVID outbreak with the Tennessee Titans. As I like to do, Andrew, you have a blank canvas. You and I go way back on this, Ross. I sort of said all offseason, and I and much to your chagrin, and you were right. You were right. I said, are we really doing this? You know, are we really playing through a pandemic with uh you know, I, I say it again, March 11th, one positive test shut down sports. August 11th, thousands of positive tests were going on sports in a non-bubbled environment. And training camp and first three weeks, magic, nothing happening. I, I Kudos to the players, kudos to, this, to the league, the medical staff, these infectious disease control officers and these teams, wonderful. But to think that it wasn't going to happen and the it will explain is really naive. I mean, okay, so we have, I guess, several positive tests on the Titans. Is that affecting the Vikings who they play? Will that affect the next two teams? Let's figure it out. But, yeah, we have a mini outbreak in Tennessee. So what happens? Well, you know me. The NFL is going to try to play through. It's the business of sports to rejigger the schedule. I know people come up with they could do this in week seven or this in week eight. It is going to be a disruption that they don't want to have because, of course, there may be more disruptions ahead. So I think they're going to try to play through. Obviously, we wait and see about testing at the Titans, at the Vikings over the next couple of days. But I don't know about you, Ross, but shutting down the Titans through Saturday, of course it's a competitive disadvantage. I mean, that's not even debatable. But they're, as far as I understand from the reporting, they're going to try to play through. The Titans may play a game this week without practice. And they'll just pull up the people from the practice squad like like it was envisioned. Uh, So my reaction is this was inevitable. It's naive to think it won't happen again and hopefully not even in a bigger way. And the NFL will do everything possible, as they have since March, to just play through. So, Andrew, I mean, we could probably do the whole segment on this. It's huge news, and it's fascinating, I would say, on a bunch of different levels. One of the first things that jumps out to me, okay, the three – so there's eight people for the Tennessee Titans that tested positive. Five personnel people, or you know, five staff people, and three players. Now, on some level, I really don't like that the players – get put on this list and everybody knows who they are, but nobody finds out who the five staffers are. 
Something doesn't seem right to me about that. It's almost like how we know what every player makes, but the coaches' contracts aren't public. I never really understood that part of it. But here's what jumped out to me, Andrew. Defensive lineman Daquan Jones. Long snapper Bo Brinkley. Practice squad tight end Tommy Hudson. So what jumps out to me there is there's not really a rhyme or reason to it. You know, like these guys aren't in the same position group. I mean, the Daquan Jones hardly ever even sees Bo Brinkley or the practice squad tight end. I thought, well, maybe it was something with the travel and something while they were in Minneapolis for the game. But the practice squad tight end doesn't travel to the right. game. And then I thought, you know, if there's going to be an outbreak, it's going to be away from the facility and guys going to a party or doing something that they shouldn't be doing. But I, I guess I kind of doubt that these guys hang out with each other, just seeing how many years they've been in the league, different position groups, and the fact that it's five staffers. So now I'm really scratching my head, Andrew, as to trying to connect the dots. Because you'd have to think eight guys at the same time after no positive tests. It had to be related. Maybe they were all in the training room. Like I, I am uh, I'm flummoxed. I'm officially flummoxed as to how these could be the eight guys that got it. You know, I'm flummoxed as to why we only have three on the list. Because am I missing something? Didn't isn't the list for COVID positive and anyone around COVID positive? Because if you're because how many players were around these three guys? Let's forget about the staff for a minute. Isn't maybe you know the league should answer this? Why are there only three? If the list is for anyone, I think the word is exposed to COVID positive. Because whatever it is, defensive lineman, offensive lineman, even the practice squad tight end. I mean, this is what I talked about in the summer. Like, if an O-lineman tests positive, wouldn't you have to, I don't know if quarantine's the right word, or at least put on the list his entire offensive line and or the defensive line he was practicing against? These are all questions <laughs> And, and again, it comes down to, is the NFL want to play through this? It's kind of like the decision to start. Like, this is a highly transmissible virus. We know that. And what's going to happen? It's a good point, Andrew. So my understanding, and I, I might not have this 100% correct. My understanding is that every player wears these watches. Yeah, the connection. And, and, and the watches beep. Whenever you're within six feet of somebody, they beep. So, you know, when they're in the facility, certainly, they, they try to stay away from the six feet thing. It, you're not – for contact tracing through the CDC, you're not a quarantined person or a contact tracing positive, let's just say, unless you're within six feet of a person – for 15 consecutive minutes. Okay. That's my understanding. So I guess what I think happened, Andrew, is the guys that got put on the list for exposure to it before, it must have been a family member or someone before they had the contact tracing watches where mm. it's like, okay, you know, it's your, it's your wife or your kid or your uncle or whatever. But now that they have these watches, like they know 
if guys are within six feet of someone for 15 consecutive minutes. Because I was talking to a doctor that said, even if you go out to a restaurant and like your, your server ends up being COVID positive, they wouldn't call you because right. you got served by that server because it wasn't 15 consecutive minutes within six feet. So it is interesting. It's a good point you make, though, for sure. Um, and I and I think that the next level to this is I don't really know why they can't do anything until Saturday. That's I know that's you know every statement anybody puts out there is abundance of caution, but if they test everybody yesterday and again today and maybe Thursday, I don't know. I mean, if they're all if the rest of them are all negative for two three days in a row. It would seem to me like Thursday afternoon they'd be able to practice or something or at least get out there or certainly Friday. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch this week because, uh, you know, it's going to be Zoom week for the Titans. <laughs> and, I mean, I think the initial reaction to all of us, me included, was, oh, my God, they got to cancel the game. Maybe they got to cancel two games with the or postpone. And everyone's coming up with the scenarios. Well, like I said, in week seven they could do this. They could play this. But I think the NFL is sitting back and saying, okay, <laughs> we know there are competitive inequities. I think that's the word that was Judy Batista of NFL.com used. And here we go. So I, I'm not being a Debbie Downer, Ross, but to think this is the only event we're going to have this year is really naive. I mean, there's, there's going to be more, and let's hope only eight positives, five of them staff, is the worst we get. You know, I, I, I made this point, Andrew, the other day on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL, but on some level, if the Titans aren't allowed to pra aren't allowed to be in the building till Saturday, if they play Sunday or maybe they move it to Monday night, give them an extra day, a day to actually get out there, whatever they end up doing, right, every single NFL player will be rooting for the Titans. <laughs> I mean, to not have to practice once – <laughs> to just zoom. Maybe they go out, Andrew, and they're fresh and they're flying around and yeah. they beat the Steelers' brakes off. I mean, that would be – can you imagine? I mean, that would really be – that would get a lot of people thinking and talking, that's for sure. Yeah, not only a Zoom off season, but a Zoom season perhaps. Um, you make good points too about the competitive inequities. We're just going to have to deal with it this year. And I think everyone involved is okay with that because everyone involved – Look, the competitive part of it, Andrew, you know this. The competitive part of it is serious, but these people all want to make sure they get their money. Yeah. Like they, they don't want they don't want to not play the game or stop the season or whatever, so that the Titans have as many practices as the Steelers. The, the, those guys want their paychecks. You know, the competitive part, Ross, moving to sort of the the field, it really is an advantage for visiting teams. I'm starting to really realize that. I mean, watching my Packers, you see my helmet there on Sunday night and Aaron with the hard counts, of course, and playing in the Superdome without fans. These things, it, it really is. I mean, we can talk about crowd noise and all that, and it, it is an advantage for visiting teams. I really think so. And, um, you know, the point spreads and all that, I wonder if that's even going to be locked in because you think, oh, three points for a home team. I don't think you can say that anymore. I mean, I, I think that we're really finding out 
and this is kind of a byproduct of this year, who are the really good teams? And, and the fan noise is not a factor now. So, you know, and back to my team, they look like a better team than the Saints. Now, if they had fan noise, they may have lost that game. And you would say, well, maybe the Saints are a better team. But without fans, it really looked like it came down to, okay, who's better in a neutral field? We're also seeing, I think, Andrew, to your point, how important home field advantage really is, I think, for some teams, right? So maybe you can say we're finding out how good these teams are. We're also finding out for certain teams how much of a factor it really is and has been. A uh, couple of things I wanted to get to with you. And by the way, we didn't even that wasn't even the only COVID issue, Andrew. The Falcons had a COVID positive pat, you know, um pop up Saturday morning in their starting corner, AJ Terrell, the first round pick. And so then they had to do all the contact tracing stuff. And I had said on the Even Money podcast to lay the points with the Falcons. And here we are, you know, Sunday morning. We didn't even know which Falcons were going to be able to play or not because of contact tracing and the additional testing. I mean, betting is obviously, you know, I've talked about it for years. Here we are. Las Vegas has a team sports betting legal in 20 states. You know, think about yesterday. I guess the books took the Titans game off the board. But before they did, if someone saw a tweet about that and got in a huge bet on whoever they're playing, the Steelers, I guess, I mean, There's so many ramifications of this. Wanted to get your thoughts, Andrew, on Dan Quinn in Atlanta and Adam Gase in New York. I tweeted uh, over the weekend at Ross Tucker NFL. I think we already know that both of these guys are gone. I mean, I, you know, the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. They're losing by 30 every week. And there's already whispers and rumors there about how important tomorrow night's game will be. We know that Dan Quinn saved his job last year. Two epic collapses. I, I guess if they go on a five or six game win streak now, maybe they could salvage their jobs. That, of course, seems really unlikely. We've talked about this other years, but sort of what's your perspective when you get to late September and there's already so much chatter about guys being on the hot seat? And really, it's seeming like highly unlikely that they would be able to keep their jobs after this year. Yeah, two reactions. One, as a former front office, you work so hard from February to September to get things ready. You sort of, you know, this is it. Like you're preparing for these 16 weeks. It's such a short season relatively. And then for teams like that and their fans and maybe players to feel like it's over in September, it's just a sad feeling. And I think the the, the coaching change thing, Ross, is so delicate to me because what are you trying to accomplish? I mean, if you're just trying to win back the fans, why? You know, it's not going to be – I guess what I'm saying is to make a change for change's sake, I don't get it. If you really determine the team's not going anywhere with these guys, then do it. But I understand why owners are hesitant. I do because – what happens, you know, you go interim, you keep losing. Or, or you, you know, you go interim, you have a good week because of honeymoon, and then it's over. I just think you don't want to give up on the season until you absolutely positively have to. 
And even as bad as these teams look, I understand the hesitation. Two different situations, Ross. And don't blame me because I talked to the Jets in January 2019 for an hour uh, on a reference for Mark, Mike McCarthy. And the next day they hired Adam Gase. So they didn't listen to me. Uh, but And then on the Falcons, Tom Dimitro has been on this podcast, my podcast, The Business of Sports, a couple times. Very impressive about talking about Quinn and it seems like good culture, good attitude, good guys, but something's not working down there. And I wish, you know, it's hard to put your finger on what. No, and I'll say this, Andrew. I got one more question for you, but watching the Broncos and the Jets on NFL Game Pass, they have those condensed games, which are very helpful for me because I am I got that game tomorrow night, Jets <laughs> Broncos on Westwood 1. Then Saturday, I have an Army Abilene Christian game. So NFL Game Pass – is unbelievable whether it's the condensed games or the coaches copy i told the nfl for years that they needed to monetize the coaching tape yeah like, nah, nah, nah. and then of course all of a sudden they did our listeners by the way can go to nfl.com slash game pass to start their free trial nfl game pass where football never stops highly encourage it it's like a lifesaver for me but um the, the Jets and Broncos are so bad. I mean, wa- watching them on NFL Game Pass, I mean, they, they are – I mean, it's, it is they, – they are a rough, rough watch. Uh, you know, I'm glad that Rippon's starting tomorrow night. I love that a kid gets his first start and people will watch. They're a little curious. His uncle was a Super Bowl MVP, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. that's about the selling point. But the funny thing is, Andrew, there's another team that you and I both know very well, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're not playing very well either. And now people are already talking about Carson Wentz and benching him and trading him and all of that stuff. They just gave him that huge contract last year, Andrew. Quickly on the teams, you know, people are talking about Thursday night football and ratings and they scheduled Jacksonville, Miami against LeBron and the Lakers and they outrated them. One quick point I wrote about this in Sports Illustrated, ratings don't matter really unless there's a huge drop. These Networks are lining up and salivating to pay the next deal at more price than they do now. So this talk about ratings week to week, it doesn't even matter what the NFL programs. I mean, they'll be fine. Now, Carson, as you look at me in my office here, I'm about two blocks from general manager Howie Roseman's uh, home. And uh, obviously, it's probably a good thing that the Eagles didn't have fans last weekend. Yeah, listen, there is probably no player in the NFL with more invested in him by a franchise than Carson Wentz in terms of draft, mortgaging future picks, mortgaging future draft, and of course the $110 million guarantee and all that with Carson Wentz. It's not working right now. Will it come back? He's a great athlete. He's a good player. He has been one of the top players in the league in past years. And here we go. It's not working. But again, I'm sort of like the coach conversation. Please. Please give this time. I mean, it's been three games. He's made some Superman plays, as you've talked about. And you can't go to Jalen Hurts. I mean, that's just my feeling. You just can't. Because, yes, he's a nice second-round pick, and maybe one day you have to go there. But what happens if you do? I mean, that could be the worst thing for the front office of the Eagles. Because the worst thing that can happen is Hurts plays well right now. They've got so much invested in Wentz. He's the franchise. 
it's too early. So maybe we'll talk about this again in a month and, and I'll say you got to move on, but way too early in my mind. Check him out on the Business of Sports podcast. He's an absolute stud. You got to subscribe to that and check him out on Twitter at Andrew Brandt. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Russ. Love Andrew. Locking it up. Every topic. Kind of like Simply Safe. Listen, this is this is personal for me. I've told you guys about this. Probably most of you have never had an incident at your house. I've had two. One when I was in, I want to say, seventh or eighth grade, I think. And then one, again, a little bit more recently. You don't realize how valuable it is to have a home security system like Simply Safe until something happens. And really, even don't wait till that happens. You would love, absolutely love to have it. It's got everything you need to protect your home with none of the drawbacks of traditional home security. You can set it up yourself in under an hour. And yeah, you really can. There's no contract, no pushy sales guy, no hidden fees, no fine print, and it starts at $15 a month, which is a lot less expensive than some of the other ones that are out there. Try Simply Safe today at simplysafe.com slash Tucker. You get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. So there's nothing to lose. I mean, what? I, they, they know that once you get it, you're going to like it because you are. I'm just telling you, you are. That's simplysafe.com slash Tucker. Tucks takes. Good morning. Let's start, Ross. Uh, any other thoughts that you may have regarding the Titans COVID breakout and some of the implications moving forward? Not really, Bri. I mean, I said I thought it was weird that the, the, the three different players, who it was, there's no real commonality between them. I mentioned that these guys want to play. They, they want to get their money. You know, even if they only have one practice, whatever it is, they want to play. And by the way, let's just be clear. There's a lot of weeks where guys that are questionable to play in the game don't really practice. I mean, maybe they do a little bit at Friday's practice, Saturday's walkthrough, and then they go. It's not like it's the first game. They played three games. It's not ideal, but they can do it. And, yeah, I do think the players will be very curious if the Titans have to play. Somebody can probably – I mean, you guys can probably email me or let me know. I don't I don't really understand why they can't be in the facility until Saturday, but I guess maybe it takes a couple days before you would show up as a positive would be my guess. Ducks takes. Not much of a surprise here, but uh, Nick Foles officially named the starting quarterback in Chicago. And the Broncos have announced that Brett Rippon's going to get the nod at quarterback for your game tomorrow night. I know you already mentioned that with Andrew. Any other thoughts on Brett Rippon? Got a good last name. Uh, I guess the other thought I would have is this. I think they gave Jeff Driscoll like $3.5 million, $2.5 million fully guaranteed. Why would you give him that much if you were going to bench him after one start? That doesn't make sense to me. And they even benched him in that game. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, especially when they could have held out and tried to get guys like Cam Newton or Jameis Winston, you know, somebody else, because Drew Locke was, only had five starts last year. He was kind of still an unknown. As for Foles, I just think the Bears have a chance to be a better team now. I mean, it's unbelievable the difference between Foles when he's, with somebody in the Andy Reid tree versus when he's not, like St. Louis or Jacksonville. 
Tux Takes. All right, other than that, we've got a lot of injury news. Tight end position, Jordan Reed of the 49ers, out six to eight weeks. Eagles signed Hakeem Butler off the Panthers practice squad to replace Dallas Goddard, who they placed on IR. Jordan Reed had been balling out for San Francisco. That is a big loss, but it sounds like they'll get Kittle back soon, which is good timing, I guess. But Reed Reed had been really playing well. Dallas Goddard is a stud. I think he's a top 15, maybe even top 10 tight end in the NFL, talent-wise. So this is a big loss for the Eagles. I don't expect Hakeem Butler to be ready to play anytime soon. Butler was a fourth-round pick, I believe, out of Iowa State. For the Cardinals just last year, and they cut him this year. That's rare to cut a fourth-round pick after one year. I just don't think he moves well enough. So, But he's a big kid. So they're going to move him to tight end. Makes sense to me. Tucks takes. More carnage on the Denver Broncos, both starting right tackle Elijah Wilkinson and defensive tackle Jarrell Casey placed on IR. Brutal, man. I mean, I, I was watching their game against the Bucks on Game Pass and – First of all, they're not very good as it is. Secondly, you lose Wilkinson. You put DeMar Dotson in. He's okay. Uh, fractured shin bone, I think, for Wilkinson. That sounds like it would hurt. Jarrell Casey had actually been doing some positive things. I think the Broncos have more money, at least, on IR than any other team. Ducks takes. And finally, Washington loses defensive lineman Matt Ioannidis to a torn bicep, while Colts are going to be without rookie-wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. for a while after he needed surgery for compartment syndrome. So for Washington, one of the reasons why I laid the points with the Ravens on the Even Money podcast yesterday, even though it's a lot of points, Ioannidis is a stud. I don't know if Chase Young will play either. Big losses for Washington going against Baltimore. Michael Pittman, that compartment syndrome, I'm not an expert on it, Bri, but that's scary. I know several guys that have had that. That's like you could lose your leg. Um, that's Maybe we can get Dr. Chow on sometime, or you can just check out Dr. Chow. But, like, the fluid starts to build up, and it's really a lot of times just from getting kicked really hard in the leg. It's something that – a lot of players would think, ah, it's just a bad bruise. And then you realize, uh-oh, it's it's more than that. Speaking of uh-oh, some of you still haven't signed up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Why not? They're giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team. I know some of your states aren't legal yet. I get it. But you can still get the app on your phone now so you have it when your state is legal. They got other free games you can play where you don't actually have to put any money down. It's just a free, fun game that you can play in every week. They got basketball stuff on there. But giving you $100 when you bet on any team for $1, that's just ridiculous to me. I mean, that that's a deal you're not going to get very long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSS when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Any team during week four, bet $1 on them and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code ROSS during sign-up. Limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey or PA only. Profit boost terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call one 800 Gambler. And again, 
friendly reminder, that is how you can go ahead and have a great chance to get one of the last two Maddens. Very important, though. If you want one of the two Maddens, you Madden code, you must A, screenshot either your Omaha Steaks order or DraftKings in the Sportsbook app, putting the code Ross in and depositing. Screenshot either one of those. Email me, Ross at RossTucker.com, and let me know whether you want the Xbox or the PS4. That's the key. Shout-outs to Pizza Boy Brewing. Probably going there for dinner tonight. DynastyFreaks.com, Sportaculture, SteakhouseSports.com, and Vision Comics with an X. Check out Fantasy Feast today with Joe Dolan. Yesterday's Even Money was awesome. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.